You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Season two. You know, we, we had our episode zero uh, with uh, Rich Lockwood. I hope you guys all enjoyed that. We're uh, now kicking back on with some uh, excellent speed, excellent vigor. You know, if you guys remember, last season we kicked off doing uh, the Refrigerator Diaries podcast for uh, Foundation Hotel. Uh, we are currently in the middle of uh, making some new changes and transitions as to who we represent. Uh, I kind of got the idea, why not be more involved with what's going on at Yum Village as well as what's going on within food in Detroit. So we're going to be adding some video components to things like that. We're going to be bringing the aggressive schedule back there, 24 episodes for the second season, and a couple of uh, introductions we're going to make here. If you guys remember the Entrepreneur Series, uh, we're going to be joining up with Entrepreneur to incorporate that aspect into our refrigerator diary so look for a lot more video content with that and uh with that being said i'm going to introduce uh cardi and then we'll go into our guests for the day what's going on guys it's cardi or cartier madlock what have you um founder of black business finder and uh a new series a web series entrepreneur uh where we kind of just uh, follow in detail, share the stories of, of black business owners in the metro Detroit and inner city area. Um, excited to be on board and we will, uh, as Godwin said, be kind of just, just meshing our, our, our projects together and, and seeing what comes of it. Uh, good to be here. Look forward to everything that's to come. All right. And so. We've got one of the, one of the most fantastic brothers I, I've ever come across. I used to call my dad and and let him know that there was a gentleman who was taking photographs so fly that when I looked at him, it inspired emotion. You know, like I I'm telling you, you want you want to make a picture to make you cry because of his beauty. This man can do it here. This man can do it. And in addition to that, he's also starting his own catering company titled Cater to Know. And, yo, it's fly because it's vegan. You know, it's good. Uh, without further ado, Brother Desmond Love, how you doing? Yo, what's up, man? Thanks hey. for having me. Hey, thanks yeah. thanks for being on. So it's good to be here. You know, you know. So we we actually do a little, uh, going to be doing a little bit different uh for those that listened to us for our previous season, we typically did about a 15-minute discovery, and then we kind of talked a little bit about things. And we listened to your feedback. We like what you guys are saying. And so we're going to switch it up here. You know, We're going to have a more organic conversation about how Catered to Know came to be. Hey. And uh, from there, we'll start to get involved with what Desmond's doing in the city and, and talk about food. If you guys want to see what Desmond's uh, refrigerator looks like, be sure to tune in on the website. We'll be posting those on the Facebook page and also coming out of the newsletter. You also want to hear about the brother Lester Love's most awkward and most excellent food experiences read by someone here from the podcast Detroit studio. Most likely our new uh, engineer, uh, Ellen. She's going to say hi. Sorry, but I had to get my mic turned on over here. I am <laughs> sitting a few feet away. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I I will stop talking when you tell me to stop talking. <laughs> all good, all good. So you 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 are vegan? Is that is that is? Let's tell us about about your company. 
about the company. Um, so, um, I guess I started it as a joke. Um, I found some hot, hot plates in my house. I was like, hey, I could use this to take it to a party and, like, sell food. And I was like, hey, I should do that, but I need a name. So I came with a name just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day I went out to uh, GFC. Uh, not GFC. GFS. GFS, yeah. Uh-huh. And I bought all the equipment, all the everything you I needed. You what you needed. Yeah, they got spent, you together. The, spent the whole bunch of money and uh, bought man. everything. Hey. <laughs> got fully invested into it in one day. Hey, that's what it takes. Hey, right. So, you know, and I'm glad you said that, too. A lot of people, when it comes to, like, starting a business, too, and I think we can all attest to that. Like, everybody is going to give you some advice, and and everybody is going to tell you how it should be done or what you could be doing. And, you know, the the Joneses is doing this, and and the the Hickoffs are doing that, and you need to to get in line or fall fall down, right? You know, but the, the truth of the matter is, you really just got to go out there and do it, right? You want you want to be a better singer, you know, just go out there and start singing some songs, you know? That's the name of the game. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So how long have you been a vegan for? Um, well, 2012 I started cold turkey. What, what year is that? So that's like seven years. Yep. Yeah. It must have been a bad piece of chicken. Man, no. <laughs> um, it was a – I was in um, – Anatomy and physiology class. No, it was my pathophysiology class. It's a study of the human body. Mm-hmm. I went to school for medicine. Okay. So, Desmond's a genius. <laughs> I keep telling y'all. So, <laughs> it was a pathophysiology is a study of uh, disease in the human body. Oh, wow. So, I was like learning a lot. Uh-huh. You know, I was learning like down to the cellular level what these what we're consuming due to our body. Mm-hmm. I just learned too much. I couldn't right. be a doctor telling my patients to eat right and exercise, mm-hmm. and I'm eating double bacon cheese burgers, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> box of brownies every night. Yeah, and right. so I just like stopped cold turkey. The last meat I had was a a deep dish pizza with extra bacon uh, from Nikki's. Oh, I, wow. I mean, so was a way a meat lovers, out. meat lovers pizza with extra bacon. Yeah, for Nikki's in Greek time. The, the Nikki's has been holding it down for years. You know, a little no effect. Nikki's got their sauces on the block. I was man, at, <laughs> a problem. I had a there was a a one year old um, birthday party that I was at out in uh, Romeo, and um, they had Nikki's uh, salad dressing. Wow. You know, I'm like, y'all, can, y'all go to Detroit for this? Is <laughs> <laughs> that serious? Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and like no one knew who, what I was talking about. They're like, no, mm-hmm. we just. <laughs> right. <laughs> it said the Greek town on the bottle and everything. I'm like, man, I, I got to switch my game up. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we understand you, you've been a vegan for seven years. Now you are learning. And, you know, truth be told, um, when I when I first started learning about uh, like food and, and and really breaking that down, um, it came to my attention that a lot of the medical field issues, such as like developing immune systems and resistances to antibiotics, are directly related to uh, chicken, like meat being fed antibiotic byproduct. Mm-hmm. You know because. Yeah. Um, I think it was the the very first time that this happened was in the early 1800s or 
or late into your hundreds, you know, Google it. But um, the way it worked is med- medical, like the pharmacies were delivering their um, their byproduct of their antibiotics to farmers and at a cheaper rate than what chicken feed would cost or what, or what you know, just general animal feed would cost. And w- the result was that the uh, the weight of the animals also started to increase in size. So you right. start to see just like more of these jumbo-sized chickens and larger-sized chickens, which is a direct result of them eating antibiotic byproduct. And now, you know, a couple hundred years later <laughs> of still eating and consuming this stuff, now the, the, the body's just naturally developing these resistances to these antibodies when we get sick. Now, you know, it's, yeah. Wow. it's, it's what's going on it's a in the lot, world. Man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, man. Whole lot, man. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I, I can understand. So, what would taste better with bacon? Do you, do you fantasize about it? And the uh, last thing you had was a meat. I was lovers. a bacon fanatic before I became vegan. I uh-huh. put bacon in everything. Uh-huh. I put bacon in my spaghetti. Uh-huh. I wrapped my chicken. I mean, wrapped my chicken in bacon, deep fried it, barbecued it. I put bacon in everything, man. But I mean, it's it's my favorite meat. But also like the worst, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I was just Highest like, of and all that. yeah, man. I just I let it go because I don't miss it at all. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. need the smell. I buy bacon bits, all that. What What were like some of the immediate, uh, I guess you know, results that you saw from from going vegan? Maybe like within the first year or so. A lot of people ask me that. Do you feel any better? Do you, do you have more energy and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And no, I didn't feel any change. Okay. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's real. Because yeah. I didn't slow down. You know, mm-hmm. um, same same since way back when. That's okay. a good point. Yeah. Right. So people are always saying that if you start eating nothing but vegetables, uh, you're gonna you're gonna slow down. Yeah. I'm, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, dispel the myths. It just, I mean, if you just eat salad every day, salad only, like romaine lettuce, right? You know, you you, ain't, you probably won't get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. a lot of people go vegan without really doing research, mm-hmm. end up sick and and weak, right? And malnourished. Mm-hmm. So you really gotta know what you're doing if you decide to go vegan. This yeah, not, this not go vegan, yeah. right? So we um. We've been doing a lot, like we do a lot of vegan stuff ourselves at the the restaurant there, and um, one of the one of the things that that's coming to our attention a lot is um, like what you said, right? Uh, like f- when people eat like a lot of lettuces, you know, salad, like things like that. These naturally uh, stretch the stomach, but are digested at a faster rate, and so you've got like a more of an expanded stomach in your body. Uh, and the, the the vegetables kind of digest a lot quicker, and so you you're almost left feeling hungrier. In a sense, you know, you gotta you gotta be ready for that. But uh, one other thing is that we don't like. What do you what do vegans eat for junk food? Like, do you um, it's a lot of junk food treat. out there. <laughs> it's 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 a million. You know, um, someone called me out on this a while back, about three years ago. Um, everywhere I went. Uh, vegan items weren't on the menu, but every place had french fries. Of course. So I would just eat french fries everywhere if mm-hmm. I went out with people. And if I couldn't find french fries, I would just eat a bag of chips. 
Okay. And somebody was like, man, for you to be a vegan, eating french fries and chips every day ain't very healthy. I was like, you're right. So three years ago, <laughs> I stopped eating chips and french fries. Like, wow. I don't eat them no more. I was like, why Why was I eating that? Yeah. Like, but what if it was healthy, though? What do you mean? Like a, maybe baked potato or... Oh, yeah. Uh, I eat baked potatoes. Eat baked the french fry. Yeah, like air fry. Yeah, or like grapeseed oil or right. avocado oil, you know. I mean, I still fry stuff, but okay. I'm not eating french fries just because it was too much of a... I had the saying uh, when I went out to eat with people, no fry left behind. So if I see somebody didn't eat their french fries, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Give me that. Right. And I'll eat everybody on the whole table plate of fries yeah. before we get up and leave. Like, and, and you know, like Desmond, for you guys that listening, this man has the metabolism of like, you know, a, a child. Like the, he, he don't gain weight. Like he, so he, I mean, he, he's pretty muscular. He's like, you know, so like. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I eat. I eat a lot, and I'm not skinny. Also, so mm-hmm. so let's let's go into uh let's go into your company here. So you you started it. Um, you you're doing food. Like I've seen that you like doing the pop up scene. Like what what kind of like led to your strategy here? Like are you are you gonna like stick in that because that's kind of like uh where you like building up your network base, or are you like looking into like doing like more like caterings and offices and things. It's, it's funny, given the name, I, I'm guessing we can't curse on this uh, <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but uh, uh, the name has a curse word in it. And oddly enough, um, a few of my corporate clients that I've done video and photo work for have asked me to, you know, come cater um, for their events, corporate events. Uh-huh. And I'm like... Uh, they don't. All they know is I have a catering company. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know the name of it. So I'm like, man, I don't. I might not be a good fit. You know? <laughs> How do I break the news? <laughs> yeah. You know? So well, um, my plan so far is um, catering for parties here in the underground scene. You know? Okay. Well, not underground, but you know, music and art scene. A lot of these events I go to, especially parties. Mm-hmm. Um, people. Wondering, like, who's all going to Coney? It's 2 a.m. Right. right. Who can I ride with? It, it, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, so I'm putting food at the parties. Okay. Go so you're going to be, you're gonna be you targeting go. that late night crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I was uh, 19, 20, um, you know, sneaking into the bars, as, like, most of the young lads did back in the day, the there was, a, there was one place, Post Bar in Novi, there was a, a brand new Hummer with rims on it parked outside every day. Mm-hmm. And um, finally, you know, one day I call myself trying to be sweet. I come and take a picture by this uh, this Hummer. Right. And the dude, it was a dude in a little hot dog cart uh-huh. outside. He's like, step off my Hummer. Oh, wow. And I was like, man, this ain't your Hummer. <laughs> and so he pulled out the keys uh-huh. and beeped it on me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, is this the only thing that you do? He right. was like, this is all I do, brother. Like, he just came out like, wow. this is all I do. It's just this hot dog cart. <laughs> and life as you knew it changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to dive deeper into how you can 
can order directly from Desmond, get the food. One other thing, too, we'll talk about is did you know that you can order food directly off of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter through all of the delivery apps such as Grubhub, Uber Eats, etc.? We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back on Refrigerated Diaries. Hashtag what's in your diary. Hashtag behind the food. All right, and we are back. Welcome back to Refrigerator Diaries, Behind the Food, hashtag What's Your RD, keeping the people informed, engaged. Let us know you got a story, you got some crazy food experience, or you got the worst food experience that you've ever experienced and you don't want to dry snitch. We'll keep it anonymous. We got you, all right? Just let us know. We'll put it on our Refrigerator Diaries anonymous journal entry and uh it could be played in elevators everywhere you know (laughs) look forward to it so we're over here kicking it with the brother desmond love talking about food his uh catering company cater to know you know (laughs) and uh we we really have been kind of focusing a lot on like you know this whole thing like you're vegan like what do vegans eat like what kind of dietary habitual restrictions are, are are in there with vegans you know and um in all honesty like i experienced this a lot like at, at the restaurant like we made a big focus on doing gluten-free vegan stuff because even the people who don't seem like they're going to be vegan they come at you asking you all these questions about the meat food and then they'll be like aha but do you have vegan? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> it, it's something that we're, we're getting prepared for. Um, you got you got started in the in the the entertainment nighttime scene. You know, a, a lot of people have, tend to go to Coney's and things like that. And now you're kind of cornering that market. Uh, what have, what have been some experiences that you've you've kind of had to deal with logistic wise so far about dealing with a nighttime crowd? Um. Cleaned up goes into the wee hours in the morning. <laughs> you know, like four in the morning, just mm-hmm. cleaning everything up, and like you just finished cooking all day. You know, <laughs> so like, oh man, this is tiresome. Are you are you are you doing a lot of hours cooking now? Uh, yeah. Um, last time I cooked, um, I helped. So mm-hmm. it was it was it was nice. <laughs> it's it's tough because like. You know, when you cook the food, the the one thing that doesn't change is that, you know, somebody still needs to be there with the food when it's cooking. So if it takes an hour, you know, someone needs to be there for an hour to cook the food. Or when it takes like a couple hours, someone needs to be there for a couple hours to cook the food. And then when you start to deal with like businesses and things like this, like there's there's a lot of other things that come in like four hour minimums, typically, you know, by law. Depending on if you're like an independent contractor or how how it works, you typically have to schedule somebody if, within a four hour block. You can't really schedule someone for an hour uh, only. You know, it really have to be like a ten nine nine or independent contract mm-hmm. uh, situation in in that regard. You know, so a lot a lot of stuff starts coming up here. Uh, now, do you think that like I, I, what's your pricing for your food? How much is it to get a a plate? Well, um, the plate for my last uh, dish was seven dollars, and that was two Jamaican meat pies 
and uh, um, a water and uh, coconut rice and peas. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Right. <laughs> so uh, I sign up. People kept coming back too. So yeah, you know, <laughs> seven dollars a, a pop. Um, I was told that if at least one person doesn't complain about your pricing, then your pricing is too low. Uh, like that. Like well, that. I had some people not even. Not complain, but just look at it like, oh, okay, seven dollars, uh, and then walk away. But you know, <laughs> no, like, man, what, what, what do you mean, seven dollars? I, I didn't get that. You know? yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh, no, maybe that. we can go to eight then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my price. It's a different. It's different every time, so it's a different item that's being cooked. Okay, uh, so it's not like a set me. It's whatever I feel like cooking. Okay, whatever I found something new. Right. And cooked it for myself. And I, oh man, this slap. No doubt. I gotta sell this. Uh, <laughs> Can you so. recall your first dish that you cooked? I know you said you got started pretty quickly. Went yeah, yeah, I just started, man. That was my first dish. The, the, the meat pie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey. Just started. Like, I'm surprised he uh, hit me up because, like, uh, I just started this like any, a week ago. Anything oh, no. with <laughs> food. Anything with food. I, I'm on it like oh the eyes know, are watching you know plus <laughs> plus like with with the food and the events too um yeah, it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah um, um I know a lot of people who do um parties so I'm trying to be at every party no doubt about and it making money while I'm there so exactly exactly you know. do you have like it any any like what would be your marketing strategy to kind of get your name out there right now where you are? Name out there is just showing up to the parties. Okay, gotcha. You know, people see me at the parties. Uh-huh. Like, man, well, oh, that food was good. Did you, that that one party we went to that had that food, man. Oh man, no like, doubt, right? And then my name, uh, first off. It's like you don't forget my name. Like, right. <laughs> like the catering company name is yeah. like it, it, it catches you right away. So. Viewer discretion. Is <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it, people have been receiving that name pretty well. I haven't had one nose turned up at it. That's right. All like right. male, female. You got some down to earth vegans, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. Meat eaters are not. The meat eaters even like the food. I'm sure. They, I'm don't sure they know. Coconut right. rice and peas, man. That's authentic. Yeah, how can right you there? go wrong with that? Come yeah. on, man. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really is. It really is. It really is. So how do we get in touch with you? How do we uh, How do we order from you? Um, you can hit me at Cakes Rocks with Flip Flops at Gmail. I mean, not Gmail. Sorry. Instagram. That's my Instagram. Okay. Cakes Rocks with flip-flops that's a bad oh, boy you know right. man, so i they sound like that hurt man like every time i listen to that name like yeah, I, I just envision you gotta be tough as you told you know you gotta be tough even even with no shoes on you still gotta go. kick your eyes right? hey. no. not like the flip-flops really helping you much that sounds you like a skill with the flip-flop that's you know? okay there we go i wear flip-flops like like this weather right now is not my weather. I need to be wearing flip flops and shorts. No doubt. Like yeah, that's my uniform. Right, right. So uh, we, we're going to end in a little bit here. Um, why don't you like, give us where? Like we know you're, you're making food and whatnot, but when you don't get got a chance to hit the kitchen, uh, where, where are you posting that? Where, where where's your 
Where's your your spot? Let's let's three. Let's hear three of them. My spot. Yeah, three three spots. You kick it at. Oh, uh, to eat. Well, here, man. That uh, what's the name of the Thai Thai spot down here? Uh, what's it? Eight. Eight six uh, Bangkok here inside the Detroit Shipping Co. Man, they have this vegan um, pie Thai roll, mm-hmm. like a, a burrito sushi roll, but with pie Thai in it. Man, it would change your life. It will. Uh, Every time I come here, I gotta get it. He's he's uh also uh you can order it with tofu. Yeah, as well. Keep it uh keep it without the meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comes with meat or not, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a vegan offer it, but you can make it vegan. Definitely. And, uh, I don't eat out like that, man. I cook yeah. every day. Really? Yeah. You don't. I don't. I don't. I don't go eat. I do like the pizza at Paisai. Okay, pizza yeah. at Paisai. Yeah. The, 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 the Neapolitan style. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, it's, it's like a, a a thinner thinner crust that's somewhat somewhat chewy. You know, it would be like if you were to 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 make non bread <laughs> that was a little thinner. And then, um, and then put pizza toppings on it. That, that's yeah. a, a very close Neapolitan style. But uh, if I had to pick my favorite uh, pizza in the area, it would be uh, Mishkago in Ferndale, oh, right on uh, Nine Mile off Forward. Oh, oh yeah, Mishkago? Yeah. Mishkago. Mi- it's like oh, Michigan yeah. with Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Did you deep dish style over yeah, there? Yeah, vegan is free slap. I got to check them out. I'm not too slap. far from there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So. You want to uh, leave us with any uh, any parting parting words here, you know any anything that you want to give in terms of like letting people know what really goes on behind the food. Um, man, you, you did you, an event recently, right? Yeah, yeah. When you think about pricing your food, it's not really pricing for your uh, ingredients. You know, I'm pretty sure if you cook, you know this, but you really pricing for the man hours you put in. Mm-hmm. Cooking, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. you're not only saying, "Oh, this only costs this much. This is my profit." It's like yeah. I spent this much time cooking this food. Mm-hmm. I need to make this, this much, much money. money. Right. So really, like, not count what you're spending on food, but count how much effort and time you're putting into making everything and traveling and, like, you know, getting mm-hmm. around everything. Right. You know, it's more than this thing ingredients oh yeah right, right. i mean that's a good point a lot of people don't take that into account like a hot and ready from low caesars is like six dollars right that feeds two to three people from a cost standpoint that will cost low caesars about 75 cents max really? to make yep you know because they produce their own cheese they got their own farms you know they they keep all those costs down you know you look at a bucharest grill like a shawarma is like five, six bucks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you get like five, like five, six ounces of chicken. You got um, a pita wrap, and then you got mayonnaise, um, garlic paste, and- garlic paste is the equivalent of lemon juice. You know, it's about an ounce of lemon juice, about three, three little garlic peels, and um. Uh, a little bit of uh, what is that? You know, like maybe two slices of a tomato, right? Right, <laughs> tomato, know? maybe pickle, whatever, what have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, these these costs all all add up, you know. And what people fail to realize is when you're a small business owner, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like you got the infrastructure of like McDonald's, right? You know, like people think like, oh, you know, McDonald's is only selling 
you know, those hamburgers for like two dollars. Now, why are your hamburgers like five or six dollars? Right? right, you know, the cost like, they're getting them at because they're <laughs> buying so many. They got their own cows out here, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, right. Definitely. They probably got due dates and everything set up. Yeah. Yep. So, when's the next time you're going to be out there? Um, I'm looking for my next time. Um, I can put forth some effort and make it happen, but I'm really got to find the energy to uh, get out there and do it. Cause I'm I'm working on um a big project at the moment. So I what you to, working on? Um, I'm working up at the Nomni Gallery, cataloging uh, the uh, full collection. Okay, so that's a lot of artwork, and um, yeah, yeah. So and uh, I know we 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 kind of talked about this briefly in the introduction. Um, are you officially going to be? You guys don't know. Uh, the brother Desmond Levy does photography. He's been featured in magazines, on, on television shows. If you recently seen the a Lifetime rendition, he was on Lifetime. Um, so, with that being said, like, are you like uh, retiring? Like, how you, are you just doing food now? What, what do you? What are your plans here? Um, well, I made my first, finished my first film last year, so I decided to be. Um, uh, I switched over to the filmmaker. Mm-hmm. No, I put. You know, when you write it's in the one, bio now. You, yeah, you, you write that one book. You're Arthur. That's right, right. Arthur. So I made that one movie. So I'm a filmmaker. That's so right. um, it took me two years to make. So uh, got that done, and so I stopped photography. So I just go by filmmaking now. Where can we find your film? Um, it's actually not public. It's okay. uh, right in the um, um, what do you call it? Uh, you know, when you go film festival uh, gotcha. circuit. Okay. So, you know, film festivals don't like for your film to be publicly accessible because they want people to come to the festival to view it. I so see. it can't be online. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. What's it called? It's called Side Lots. Side Lots? It's about a uh, family and land and uh, a relation in between both my ancestors. Okay. It uh, takes place in uh, Detroit. Neesburg, Alabama, and uh, Nairobi, Kenya. Wow. So wow. those three areas. And Definitely the, in the relation between the three. Okay. All right. And we'll be able to find out on uh, Kick Rocks with Flip Flops as well? Yes, yes. All uh, right. Yep. It's a Sidelots film at um, IG. It's Sidelots film. So okay, sidelines uh, film. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, sounds good. Well, thanks for being a guest on here. Uh, this is Refrigerated Diaries uh, behind the food. Be sure to also check out the uh, entrepreneur uh, setup as well, which will be coming out within a couple of weeks after the episode drops. Yes, indeed. It's been a pleasure. All right, thank you.